Good afternoon and welcome to the Monday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll hear from Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. And up first in today's country comment, we'll be joined by Gordon Bacon, one of the inductees into the 2021 Canadian Agricultural Hall of Fame. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Gordon Bacon is one of five inductees into this year's Canadian Agricultural Hall of Fame. We chatted late last week. Well, I, of course, I'm surprised. I feel very honored to be included in that group of people who have already been inducted. And I'm very, very proud to be part of the 2021 group and, and know a couple of the other uh, nominees. So, it, yeah, I think the, the first reaction was surprise and honor. Talk a little bit about your time with um, with Pulse Canada. Well, I was working at the Canadian Wheat Board at the time that uh, the job opening came up with Pulse Canada. It was a new organization. In fact, I ended up being the first hire. And for the first year, I was the only employee of the, of the organization. So those were really the formative years. I worked very closely with the board. And, uh, you know, over the years, over the next nearly 24 years, the organization grew. Uh, I would say that one of the things that we did very early on in our very first strategic plan was focus on the idea that to differentiate ourselves in the global market, the Canadian pulse industry was going to focus on health, nutrition, and sustainability. And if you if you go back to the late 90s, I mean, frankly, health and nutrition really weren't topics of discussion in Canadian commodity agriculture. So it, it really wasn't a kind of a new focus. And, and one of the first things the organization made very clear was we already have salespeople through the Canadian trade. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot that, my, that I could do as someone who really wasn't from the trade. So we also focused really on the, the consumer side and sort of the other end of the value chain from production. So it was, of course, promoting Canadian product, but a big part of our trying to understand how we're going to get a, a leg up on the competition or, or expand the market beyond simple uh, population growth was to understand what was going to demand, uh, what was going to drive demand. And that kind of came back to that health, nutrition, and sustainability. In a commodity market, price is everything. You want to sell more, you lower the price. Well, that's not really a strategy for success, so we wanted to look at something that was going to create growth in the market, but also uh, create value. Talk a little bit about you know where Canada is now, the world's largest exporter of pulses. Yeah, well, we, you know, we, the very early years, one of my jobs was to go out and make sure that people knew that they could buy pulses directly from Canada. As the market had started, um, you know, we did a lot of exports to brokers in other countries who then, you know, re-exported to final destination. So once we got to a sufficient scale and we had the processing plants uh, in Canada, you know, we we needed to develop those direct links. So now we kind of fast forward to 2021, and and we are the biggest uh, pea exporter in the world. You know, we're one of the biggest lentil producers, certainly the biggest exporter of lentils in the world. And, you know, chickpeas, faba beans, uh, dry edible beans, kind of have a, a broad range of crops that can be grown and are grown at commercial scale in Canada. Um, and I think that, you know, what... Again, sort of the question that we always have to ask ourselves, challenge ourselves with is, so what is it that we need to do to be the preferred supplier? 
and if lower lowest prices isn't the model that you want to follow, then what is the information that we're going to need? You know, what kind of value can we add in areas other than being a low-cost supplier? I guess any thoughts on the event coming up uh, later this year or, or any of the other inductees? Well, you know, um, I'm going to shout out to uh, Joanne Ross, uh, who is uh, ag in the classroom at a national level. I mean, educating Canadians and, and Canadian youth about agriculture and, and the complexity and, and the value of the industry, I think, is, is really key. Um, Phil Williams uh, was someone at the Grain Commission who I knew uh, back both in my serial time and with Pulse Canada, so shout out to both of them. I think the event uh, planned for uh, mid-November, we're going to have to wait and see, you know, what COVID uh, curves may get thrown our way. Um, it was, of course, uh, 2020 inductions were uh, were postponed because gatherings were restricted, so let's see what happens, but uh, can't... Uh, go against the health guidelines of the day, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping we can we can get together and um, meet the other inductees, but also, uh, you know, gather with former inductees into the Hall of Fame. And, um, and I think, you know, one, take a moment to celebrate what we've accomplished, but quickly I hope the discussion can go about what we need to continue to do because... Change and evolution and growth is uh, is a constant. So it's it's great to uh, acknowledge what we've accomplished, but we all have work ahead of us. That was Gordon Bacon, one of the inductees into this year's Canadian Agricultural Hall of Fame. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie Claude Bebo met with her provincial counterparts last week. As expected, drought was a main topic of discussion was uh, an opportunity to uh, to have a very collaborative meeting and uh, look at the different uh, possibilities, how we can make sure that our uh, business risk management programs uh, respond uh, the best possible to the situation. And uh, we will obviously continue to, uh, to work together with uh, the provinces that are affected uh, by the drought. So th- this, this was a, a very timely meeting, actually. Provinces affected by the drought could invoke the late participation provision of agri-stability to allow more producers to access the support the program provides. Ministers will next meet in September at their 2021 annual conference in Guelph, Ontario. And the Canadian Agricultural Hall of Fame has announced five inductees this year. One of those is Gordon Bacon, who helped start up Pulse Canada. I'm surprised. I feel very honoured to be included in that group of people who have already been inducted and I'm very very proud to be part of the 2021 group and and know a couple of the other uh, nominees so it yeah I think the the first reaction was surprise and honor other inductees this year include Dr. Don Buckingham, Stan Eby, Joanne Ross and Dr. Phil Williams an induction ceremony will be held later this fall in Winnipeg that was a look at today's farm news I'm Corey Canute <laughs> Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Monday, July 19th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo met with her provincial counterparts last week. I caught up with Minister Bebo on Friday. Well, obviously our Prairie colleagues uh, brought uh, the, the topic on the table and we were expecting that. 
So it was uh, an opportunity to uh, to have a very collaborative meeting and uh, look at the different uh, possibilities, how we can make sure that our uh, business risk management programs uh, respond uh, the best possible to the situation. And uh, we will obviously continue to uh, to work together with uh, the provinces that are affected uh, by the drought. So th- this this was a, a very timely meeting, actually. Uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the late participation uh, provision of agri stability and and how that could help. Well, uh, I'm uh, waiting for my uh, provincial colleagues to act ask for that. So it will uh, allow us to reopen the agri-stability enrollment uh, to, to farmers who haven't done it uh, within the, the, the time, with, which uh, was already extended till uh, June 30th. But still, uh, we would like more farmers to be able to benefit from agri-stability uh, and give them the opportunity to, to enroll even if they haven't done it yet. And something else that was brought up, um, I know we've, we've touched on this previously, but uh, raising the um, compensation rate to 80%. Well, the, the federal money is still on the table. I'm waiting for my uh, Prairie colleagues to, to join. Um, I think, you know, facing this situation, increasing the compensation rate, in addition to removing the reference margin limit, which we have, uh, we have already done, uh, would be uh, extremely helpful for for the farmers uh, and ranchers who really need it most in in this very difficult time. Now, um, the next agricultural policy framework uh, consultations are, are open on that. Fill us in on on some of the discussion there. Well, it was uh, it's it's always interesting to have these discussions. But we want to have a clear. Uh, policy guidelines uh, when we will meet in September and make sure we are ready to sign up on a new full agreement, uh, most probably five-year agreement as as we usually do for these uh, Canadian Partnership for Agriculture by um, April 2023. Uh, Obviously, from my point of view or from the federal point of view, uh, we put a lot of emphasis on the importance of transitioning toward uh, a cleaner economy and obviously the um, the uh, agricultural and agri-food sector is extremely important uh, for our recovery and we want to be sure that uh, we are we as as the ag sector uh, we are a big partner in in the economic recovery but also in reaching our uh, targets in terms of reducing emission and making sure that we um, we, we make our sector very resilient and that the, our production, our land, our air, our uh, well, soil and, and uh, water um, is as clean as it can be for the next generation. And also uh, acknowledging that Canadian consumers but also international consumers are looking at, at Canada as a producer of sustainable food and we really have to double down if we want a protect and, and keep this very good reputation because the demand is definitely going this direction. Give us an update on the uh, working group on retail fees. Hmm. Uh, it's, uh, this is a, a working group that I'm co-chairing with the Minister uh, of Agriculture of Quebec, Ministre Lamontagne, and uh, actually our teams, our officials have had uh, I think it's more than 60 meetings with the different stakeholders, producers, processors, and retailers 
Uh, and uh, we are, we've made sure that um, the retailers understand that the federal and the provincial uh, governments are looking at it very closely, and we expect from them uh, to reach a consensus on, on a, a code of conduct that will give more uh, predictability and uh, fairness, I would say, uh, in their relation with, uh, with the processors and the producers. Um, and we have already, al- already received a few proposals. They're not necessarily going in the same direction, but still, uh, we can see that they are taking it re- uh, seriously, and uh, we will continue to... Uh, uh, to to you know uh, act as uh, to to lead this conversation, making sure that they continue to work together, and hopefully uh, we will reach a consensus from the industry, and the government will not have to uh, implement regulation. We're hopeful, and we will follow it follow it up very closely, and uh, we will report to our colleagues in the coming months. And finally, here today, um, talk about African uh, swine fever and I guess the uh, just the planning that's going on there. This is uh, another very important threat after the pandemic and, and uh, the, the climate urgency. Uh, we also uh, worry about an eventual African swine fever coming uh, in on the continent, which we don't have yet. So we are obviously working closely with our international partners and, and mainly the USA to, to protect our borders uh, as much as possible. Uh, and we are working closely with our provincial partners and with the industry. We all have our responsibilities um, to prevent, but also to be ready if it ever uh, comes to, uh, to Canada. We have already signed a, what we call zoning agreements with uh, some of our major trading partners. So that would mean that if it ever, you know, if we find a case here, um, we could reestablish exports for sectors that are not being impacted by by the disease, uh, since we have a very big country. (laughs) Uh, So this is, you know, things that we are doing from the federal part, because we are obviously responsible for the borders and for international trade. But uh, on the provincial side, um, they are working on how would, you know, if we ever have to depopulate um, the, the, the hugs, uh, how it could be done. And then we will assume our leadership in terms of coordinating the different actions uh, with the industry in the provinces. And we are obviously looking at different options in terms of financing support. Uh, if if it's ever needed. But uh, hopefully it will never reach our country. That was Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Knuth. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The Canadian Semitol Association has moved its AGM online this year, July 24th. Visit their website for viewing information. 
Keystone Agricultural Producers Summer Advisory Council meeting takes place via Zoom July 28th at 9 a.m. Go to the CAP website to register. And the Canadian Hereford Association Annual General Meeting and Bonanza 2021 takes place July 28th to the 31st at Brandon's Keystone Centre, pending public health restrictions. For up-to-date information on the event, visit the Bonanza 2021 website. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Monday afternoon, Owen Friesen was named the 2021 Grand Champion for the Winkler 4-H Beef Club with his Charlet cross steer. Here's a bit of our conversation. Every year in like November, people uh, will pick a steer, which they will they think that will be the Grand Champion for that year. And uh, throughout the year, they will train it and feed it till what they think is good. Judges are looking for an animal that has the straightest back. You don't want no sway back in it, and like the legs should be all kind of straight, and it should walk correctly. It shouldn't be have like a bowed leg and limp or anything like that. What I love about uh, being a part of 4-H is training my steer. Like I love to go out there and comb it and train it so that I can be around it and it will be comfortable. Wash it as many times as I can before the show so that it is as clean as possible and so that when I show up to that show day, people are like, whoa, how did you get that thing so clean and how is it so fluffy? Just reading here, it looks like the steer weighed in at uh, just over 1,500 uh, pounds. Talk about what, what goes into uh, to getting it at that weight. So yeah, it takes a lot of responsibility to feed your animal. Every morning before I go to work, I go out and I feed him. And then when I come home at the end of the day, then I will be back and I will feed him again. And you want to keep your time similar. So, like, if you're feeding at 8 o'clock in the morning, be good to feed it again at the same time at 4 o'clock p.m. Is there a certain kind of, a certain kind of feed that you need to, um, to feed the yep. animal? Yeah, with a new ration from the Blumengard Hutter Colony. I understand this is the, the second time that um, you've earned the title here. What- so every year we pick a different animal because at the end of the year, at the show day, the animals will be sold to a buyer. Owen, did you have anything to add? Or? I would like to list a hand for being our judges and for all the buyers that bid on the online auction and for... Daniel Supply for buying the Grand Champions here this year. That was Owen Friesen with the Winkler 4-H Beef Club. He was named the 2021 Grand Champion with his Charlet cross steer. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Five inductees will be going into the Canadian Agricultural Hall of Fame this year. One of those is Joanne Ross with Agriculture in the Classroom Canada. You can imagine I've got all the roller coaster of emotions. I was extremely shocked and surprised, and I am so thrilled and honored and thankful and all those things. And most of all, I'm just so excited for the profile and recognition and what it's going to bring to agriculture in the classroom, Canada. Other inductees this year include Dr. Don Buckingham, Stan Eby, Gordon Bacon, and Dr. Phil Williams. An induction ceremony will be held later this fall in Winnipeg. And provinces affected by the drought could invoke the late participation provision of agri-stability to allow more producers to access the support the program provides. 
The topic was discussed last week by the country's agriculture ministers. Here's AAFC Minister Marie-Claude Bebo. I'm uh, waiting for my uh, provincial colleagues to act, ask for that. So it will uh, allow us to reopen the agri-stability enrollment to farmers who haven't done it uh, within the, the, the time, with, which uh, was already extended till uh, June 30th. But still, uh, we would like more farmers to be able to benefit from agri-stability and give them the opportunity to, to enroll even if they haven't done it yet. Ministers will next meet in September at their 2021 annual conference in Guelph, Ontario. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have another edition of The Bean Report. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.